Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Nothing for you. You have been shot. Fuck off you. That useless sack of fucking Yankee Stanky doodle shite. I like gas. Bam! Bam! Very serious. And from Hell's Kitchen, Memento, Caserta, Junior. Together, they are chewing the fat with Big and Yo, 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 no technical difficulties, maybe I shouldn't say it yet, but this is the first week in three that we're back and without a hitch. That's right, what's going on everybody, you're chewing the fat with Big and Beefy once again live on a Monday night out of Staten Island. What's up everybody, I am Chef Rob Burmeister, next to me Chef... Clemenza Gazzetta Jr. and together. We are the Wayne's World of the 15. Yes, of the team. That's right. <laughs> Pretty soon well, we're not teens. Yes. We're, we're 24 year old men. Yes, it's going to be the 20s, dude. We're going to be around in the 20s and the 30s, yeah. the 40s. You know, it's yeah. kind of wild. I hope so. Yeah, I know. I hope when I, I, hope when I wake up tomorrow morning. Yeah. <laughs> so what's going on, Clem? How are you doing this week? Yeah, up and down, you know, living life. That's it. Just nice. uh, taking it as it comes, brother. The summer's coming to an end. You know, yeah. no more Point Pleasant, no more beach. Not that I was ever a beach guy. But, yeah, you know. I turned into one. I got my whole chest is sunburned right now. Well, all I know is I saw a picture of you on a beach in a little girl shirt that was halfway <laughs> yeah. up your belly. And it was like the fat guy in the little shirt skin. Yes. It was awesome. Yes. Yeah, at least you got the balls to do that. I love it. I used to have the balls to do that. <laughs> now my balls just hang down to my ankles. Yeah, it's too much work to get a shirt on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. but, uh, yeah, I mean, I just did the beach. This was Mary's birthday on Saturday. Oh, so. really happy yeah. birthday to Mary. All right. Yeah, happy birthday. So, you know, we just hung out in a friend's pool all day. I feel bad. I didn't wish her happy birthday on Facebook. I feel horrible now. Well, you're wishing it to a live yeah, on radio Yeah, I think she gives right me now. candy bacon. I, gotta, I, feel like I, should, I feel like I should make her something. Uh, all right. And well, she's on a lobster kick. <laughs> she's what? She's on a lobster kick. We had lobsters yesterday. It was nice. Okay. ShopRite's great, man. Six ninety nine a pound. Um, you, caught, you know, you can't beat it. Yeah, I got to do something first. She always comes up with the bacon. I feel bad. I got to definitely get her something. I'll do something. 
Make her a birthday meatball. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> what a cannoli hanging at the top of the candle. <laughs> there you go, Mary. Happy birthday. Uh, now blow up my cannoli. No. Yeah. no, but I seriously, you know, she did make the bacon a couple of times in front of me. And I will say again, bar none, some of the best candy bacon yeah. I've ever had. Yeah, she does a good job. I still don't know why that girl don't cook. I don't know. She saw me. The other day we were in the pool and she was talking, cooking with a friend, like two things. I'm like, what the hell are you doing? Maybe you're starting to run boyfriend after all these years, Burmite. Yeah, now I'm starting to correct people's grammar, which I have no right to do, but she does that yeah, to what's everybody. Go, what's going on with that? You do a flip flopping over here. I don't know. I hope I don't get my period, though. That's <laughs> the one thing I'm spooking. Well, that you've been stuck in the nostalgic words. Yeah. Which for the last couple of shows. I can't think of any of them offhand. But I think you were saying like the latrine. The latrine. The latrine, yeah. Yeah. Up the kazoo. Up the kazoo, yeah. You're coming out with the expressions from Tully G. Willikers. Well, I was listening to the last week's show and it was I said if ifs and butts with candies and nuts then every day would be Christmas. Like, that was that's like from a nineteen twenties movie or some a Bing Crosby movie. Absolutely. But uh yeah, so we got another week here. We got uh Philomena's in the studio again, right here. Oh, hello, hello. hello. <laughs> Are right. you talking to that one? Oh, I can? Yeah. I didn't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hello, everyone. <laughs> talking to the plastic one right here. It works really good. <laughs> I'm going to talk into your ass, Clemenza. Hey. You might like echo, that. Echo, echo. Do a little ass whispering, Philomena. <laughs> yeah, right. So we got Philomena here, and we also got uh, Chef Johnny McLaughlin calling in. And, Johnny McLaughlin, yeah. okay. Fellow cool. chopped and, and cutthroat guy. And now, we've got a block in South Beach, McLaughlin, that's right up to the block. Yes, I believe it is. Right? And it's yes, a block it is. in South Beach. Yeah, yeah absolutely right. So that's why I know the name. Right. I used to call the kid John, Johnny McLaughlin, because he lived on the block. Oh, nice, nice. It's right up I knew the name sound. Like, they're totally yeah. different guys. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, he's out of Jersey. He owns Heartbreaking Dawn's Hot, hot Sauce Company. Him What's the name of the hot sauce company again? Heartbreaking Dawn's. Heartbreaking Dawn's. Yeah. Okay, interesting name. Yeah, I met him at the Hot Sauce Expo in Williamsburg when I was working with Johnny Serp over there. And, right. You know, when he's, he's having the first annual New Jersey Taco Festival on September 12th. So, if you like lucha wrestling tacos, mariachi bands, eating contests, and I believe there's a Chihuahua fashion show or something like that. Everything uh, Mexican is going to be there, so... Hey! 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 Yeah, so he's going to call in and, you know, hopefully uh, maybe give away some tickets to the NJ Very cool. Taco Festival. Very freaking cool. Yeah, I just want to talk to him because he's like us, you know, bounces around all the different shows and everything. And Now, I will say this about the taco. It's one of my favorite things because you can – it's one of the most – as a chef, and I'm sure you'll agree, it's one of the most versatile things mm-hmm. you can do because you can do anything in a taco. Leftovers. From fish to leftovers, to vegetables, to pickled things. It's just, it's a great vessel mm-hmm. to flex your culinary muscle. Yeah, it is. Matter of fact, you can even slap your culinary muscle inside the taco. <laughs> <laughs> inside inside the hanging taco. Yes. yes. It's our fresh cock meat sandwich. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I mean, nothing, nothing crazy this week. Since no, I can actually go for a taco now. Yeah. 
I had tacos the you other know, night. You know what I like about the? Did you ever have? And I'm not talking about a chicken, just like that boiled chicken or shredded chicken, mm-hmm. the boiled chicken in the taco. Yeah. One of my favorite things with some pickled radishes, a little guacamole, some sliced red onion. Yeah, the the pickled veggies on the taco. Oh, make forget it. A couple of jalapenos on top. Yeah. You know, a little jalapeno for those who didn't get the weird joke right there, but yeah. Yeah, I right. actually ate it, Hobra, on Wednesday or Thursday. Now you're hooked on that place. I got to try it. I've yet to try it. Yeah, well, I went to Duffy's. Wednesday, I went for lunch at Duffy's. I met Mary. She was supposed to take a, a test up in Jersey City. The computers didn't work, so they canceled it. So she got stuck in traffic for two hours. I was like, maybe at Duffy's we'll grab a burger. But I wound up having... Piss clams and soft shell crab. Ooh. Now, where did you have that at? Duffy's, right? Duffy's. It was a special. Duffy's has piss clams? They had piss clams on really? special, yeah. And they were good. They were small, but they were really, really tasty. They had the you know the broth and butter, the B&B on the side. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I'm outside smoking, and all of a sudden, there's a million cameras all next door. Between opened up. It's Big Ange's sister, Except uh, sister-in-law okay. opened it up. It's like closed for 13-year-olds. Where They had a DJ on the sidewalk, New York One there, the Advance, VH1 filming. I tried to get in. Who do you think got on New York One? Oh. Mary. Because <laughs> she taught the girl that's managing it, like the daughter or something like that. So, so is Mary a media whore? Just no, she look- hates it. Well, she I think Mary's media. coming out of her shell. Something's going on here. All of a sudden, she's cooking, she's talking food, and, <laughs> and she's, she's on VHS. Yeah, and she's jumping in front of cameras. Yeah, and you're dramatically I, correcting people. Yeah. Something's not right here. <laughs> you two got a little role reversal going on there? Yeah. A little crazy sexual <laughs> foreplay and stuff? What's going on there, Mary? Yeah, so, you know, I did that. I had a great lunch there. And then the next day, a kid, Johnny, I used to work with, called me up. He goes, I'm going to be in town. I want to go to Duffy's to meet Terry you know, he works there, we'll eat lunch. I'm like, yeah, you know, whatever. I'll go back there. I'll have the same thing. It was delicious. But Terry was actually off on Friday. So I took him up to Hobra, drank all day there, and just, they kept sending out food, and it was delicious. It's probably the best I've had it yet there. Really? Yeah, I had the, uh, couple, I had the fish taco, I had the pork one that has, like, it's cooked with lime and garlic, and they had pickled onions on it, and... We gotta try this place. Yeah, it was pretty good. Oh, empanadas, quesadillas, we were eating all Empanadas. that stuff. Yeah. So, you know, it was a pretty good, pretty good week. Rob, you're making me hungry. I know. I'm sorry. Meanwhile, today I had no money left, so I ate the soup I made last week. <laughs> <laughs> and I dumped a can of green beans in it. Like nice. <laughs> we had a barbecue on Saturday for friends and family, and or Sunday rather, I should say. What was Sunday. the one where you had all that empty Sunday. That was in Jersey, down Point Pleasant. But Sunday we had the barbecue, and um, we've been eating the leftovers today. Nice. There are no more. We now ate them no more leftovers. I know, but we ate them all. Yeah. What'd you have? Salt beach? A little sausage and pepper leftover. The chicken was phenomenal. I did he a weird, very did weird thing. And I did this like on a whim because there was really nothing in the house. I forgot to get stuff to marinate the chicken. So I went in the fridge, in Philomena's fridge, and I found... Some Peter Luger steak sauce. You didn't think I'm crazy. Peter Luger steak sauce, soy sauce, McCormick's Grill Master, perfect right. pinch, and um, a teaspoon of mustard. Nice. And people were, it was 
phenomenal. Yeah, well, you have your spice, you have your tart, and then it's you have it overnight. Sweet. Yeah, it's yeah. fresh basil in there, and it was absolutely phenomenal. And of course, Philomena's doing the whisper across the table right, yeah. that I can never. Talk about your set already. Yeah, telling you that I can never understand. You can talk out loud. Soy sauce. Yes, I put the soy sauce in there too, Philomena. Is there a reason why you have to whisper that to me? As I already said, I put the soy sauce in there. I'm sorry, Commander. And this is this is the once a show thing that usually she be texting this to me right now. But now that she's right. live when in the studio. Putting the phone up in your yeah, face. Yeah, putting the phone in my face <laughs> when I'm trying to read something. But okay, so. Yes, yeah, so now you can do the whole dynamic right there. Go ahead. So did you bake you it first, or did you do it right on the grill? I say that again. Did you bake it first, or did no, no, no? Go? I, I brined it overnight, in that I kind of made it a little loose. Mm-hmm. I kind of marinated slash brined right. it kind of overnight. Pulled it out, hit it with a little more spice, medium flame. Nice. And I just closed it and forgot about it for like five minutes. Nice. Primarily because I did a bong hit, but that's a different story. And <laughs> we um, came back on. It flipped just perfect. The skin was just on borderline caramelization, almost right, about to burn. Sticking. And I got it's it. Didn't even stick. That's the thing too. You got to realize, people, when you grill, do not fight with your food and scrape and flip. Mm-hmm. If it does not flip, it is not ready to be turned. Right. It must. Cu- it will actually cook off the grill. And that's what will allow it. Once it's cooked, all the fat will render out, right. and it will cook off the grill, and it will allow you to turn your meat, your chicken, your fish, your poultry, your cock meat, whatever it is you're putting on there, <laughs> don't fight it. That's, that's what I hate when yeah. people do that. And I do it too sometimes because you get a little antsy and you want to get it going. Right. But it's the worst thing you can do. Even in a sauté pan, when you do something in a sauté pan, and it, let it cook a little bit. Let it right. cook off the friggin' pan. I do that all the time at work when I'm doing it at my house. I can't, I don't have patience because my... Yeah, I know, I do it all the time, too. So I'm like, fuck it. Well, I can, the I can, other I can, trick, I can... too, is that, I, I'm sure you know this, if you put a little oil in your pan and you get your oil a little hot, you put the fish or bird, whatever it is, if you shake the pan back and forth mm-hmm. as soon as you put whatever it is you're right. putting in... And just keep shaking it back and forth like it was Jiffy Pop for a couple of yep. seconds, it won't stick. Right. Yeah. And, and let me licking. tell you, it was finger licking, licking good. It was finger licking, licking good. <laughs> Great. We even had some for breakfast the next morning. Woke nice. up cold chicken right out of the fridge. It was fantastic. Oh. Yeah, I was eating uh, cold chicken at the beach yesterday. My cousin I like makes all the, the thighs and the legs in the basket of her, said it, forget it. Nice. And it was all just like, you know, cold and chicken. That's what I did. I did, ch- I did chicken thighs. Yeah. I love chicken thighs. Chicken, chicken thighs on the grill are bond on the best meat you can ever have. Poultry you want thighs. another good marinade? Mustard basil soy sauce. Mm-hmm. Which is like a leave a dollop of ketchup in there. There's something about mustard and basil is fantastic. Yeah. I always put a dash of fish sauce because I have a giant bottle of it. And my fridge is like five years old, but fish sauce. I would douse myself in fish sauce. Yeah, but not too much, but it just gives it no, that saltiness. No, it gives it that something yeah. that you don't know what it is. Right. like, hmm, what is it? This is fantastic. Yep. Okay. We also oh. had corn on the cob. That was outrageous. Yes, Jersey corn, and yep. I again, it got all calm. Like, we just, I didn't put it back in the husk because I was lazy. Right. So, I just brushed it with a little seasoning and butter, wrapped them in tinfoil, so forgot them on one side right. again, turned them on the other side, forgot them again, and it was just to that point of, Golden brown. The whole corn was golden brown. It was like you bite into it. It was shooting out of your mouth. And nice. It was like, now you know how chicks feel. Like as soon as I put it in my mouth, it started Yum, playing. yum. It was the most strangest feeling ever. 
I don't know why that, I even said that, but the things that come out of Clemenza's mouth, I don't understand sometimes, but I still love them. I was eating some hairy clam the other day, and it tasted <laughs> better than anything. <laughs> okay. I love everything that comes out of Clemenza's mouth too. <laughs> <laughs> You can tell we got some new sound bites. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So that was it for your week. Nothing, nothing crazy. Uh... No. Duck, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but you know, what do you think? We got into a little news. We'll say yeah. hello to Raven. We got Raven on the line. Yeah, we'll do we'll a little. We'll pick him news. up in a minute. We'll be right back. And now, here's what's cooking on Big and Beefy's Edible Edition of this week's food porn, wacky news, oddities, and other useless information. And that was the voice of Raven. Raven. Yeah. All right, so you want me to start out with a little wacky news? Yeah, sure. I got a little something. Me and a couple that eats a bite of their unrefrigerated wedding cake that they've had for 60 years. A couple who celebrated their 60th wedding anniversary last week revealed one secret that the keeping their marriage from getting stale was eating cake every week. Every year, rather. And apparently, they've been fine. I can't imagine eating a dried-out cake for 60 years, but apparently it's their little uh, thing. How much do they eat, though? They they crack it up and just put it on their tongue? And they don't store it inside the refrigerator freezer. The cake is actually sitting... Outside in a closet at room temperature. Anne Fedrick said 81. Said that their children were appalled that they're still eating cake decades old dessert. And it was a dark fruit cake they will keep indefinitely. They pour brandy over the cake to moisten it before digging in. And usually break open a bottle of champagne to go with it. And they celebrate their 60th That's anniversary. fucking fruit cake. Like that. You but can keep sick. that shit in the attic and just take it out every Christmas and, and decorate with it. fucking but years, though, bro. Who the fuck has a fruitcake for a wedding cake? I don't know, but okay. I guess maybe 60 <laughs> years ago. Speaking of that, I, on the driving, which I wasn't going to bring up, but we'll, we'll check this out now. Rob and I are actually, Philomena and I have, have bagels, and Rob and I have decided to do a little experiment with these things. Ooh. And... We've had a bag of bagels that gotten lost in the shuffle in the house for about two months. And people are going to say, oh, gross. But if you look at these things, they are two and a half months old. They are as fresh as ever. There is no mold, no nothing. Now, I want to know what's in these things. It is made by, can you pronounce that? Tufayan? Tufayan bagels. Tufayan heart-baked mini bagels. Classic plain. Now, let's take a bagel out. Matter of fact, we'll take a picture of this and post it up on Facebook. Now, Rob, look at that in the light. Do you see anything wrong with that bagel? That's two and a half oh, months. Two and a half months. It's, it's, got, it's got a little bit, like it's still mushy. Yeah. Just like right by the hole. Yeah, it's a little... Uh, take it, Rob, in the picture with the bagel, yeah? <laughs> We're going to put that on Facebook. All right, we got it. <laughs> now, I'm going to do something bold and braving. There's nothing... Let's see. I'm going to rip a piece. Maybe Rob and I will eat this bagel for 60 years. (laughs) Every show, Rob and I, yeah, you have to do it. Take a little piece. Rob and I will eat a piece of this bagel every show for the next 10 years, or as long as we're broadcasting, or until it gets green molded and tastes really bad. Yeah. 
one or the other. And then we'll eat it every two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> Not bad. No, it actually tastes pretty good. Now, mind you, it's way past the expiration. And it wasn't in a fridge or anything either, No, it's right? sitting on the counter in the heat, in the moist. We're going to leave this bag here. We're going to leave this bag here, and Philomena is minding me to time the She's bag. She's trying up. to land the plane right yes, now. <laughs> yes, I think the bagels have landed, but i got to say, two and a half months, and it's still good. We're going to post this up on Facebook right now so everybody can take a look. Okay. Rob, you want to hit uh, you got another news story for us while I get this? All right, up? yeah. Well, um, you know, we were talking about the beach and stuff. Here's a story right out of New Jersey, down the shore. A waitress that was putting herself through school this summer was working at DJ's down the Jersey Shore when she gave somebody the check. It was a hundred and twelve dollar what was it? A hundred hundred and twelve dollar and three cent bill. And they wrote in the tip thing, one hour for food, and where it says to put your tip, LOL. So they didn't leave her a tip. Like, that's shitty. Not her fault. Unless maybe she would, like, forgot a bunch of shit and stuff like that. But you still got to tip these people, you know? They're not making jack dick. But who does that? Especially on a credit card. Now, you wouldn't really be a dick. You take these people's names down, and then you really fuck it up, you know? You fuck yeah. them up. Screw that. But... You know, screw you, people. I mean, you you can have a bad... I've had bad waitresses in my life, and I've always tipped them, you know, because, uh, you know, places hire people with no experience. So, you know, what are you going to do? The girl's working her ass off for $3 an hour down the shore with all her friends are getting drink, drunk and laid. Well, that's the thing, too. Phil and me and I went out to eat recently, and um, I'm not going to say where, but uh, maybe within a couple of months ago, and... We didn't get anything for about 45 minutes into the meal. We were just about to leave, and then one of the entrees came out before the appetizer. And the waitress was so apologetic. She's like, listen, I'm so sorry. I know this is so ass backwards, and I feel horrible, but I brought you the entree just to get you some type of food on the table right. because the kitchen is so behind now. I feel so horrible. And we wound up giving her a good tip because it, we realized like, it wasn't our fault. And look, the kitchen, too, sometimes... It's right. no excuse, but it gets backed up. It is absolutely no excuse. At that point, that meal should be free. You should be comped. There should be somebody pouring you a glass of wine to make you happy. And that's how things should be handled. Right. But most people don't do it that way. No. You know, when I was in a restaurant, someone called me out to climb that check hasn't gotten that table hasn't gotten their food in twenty five, thirty minutes, they haven't gotten their appetizer yet. At that point I would actually come out real quick and say, Listen, I apologize, it's totally my fault. The kitchen was backed up. Here's something. It's on me. Have them a glass. Pour them a glass right. of wine. Thank you so much for being patient. And at that point, what do you say? There's nothing. You, you're not even angry anymore. Right. You're just happy that you've gotten acknowledged. You feel like you got something for free. You feel like you were recognized. And you feel a little important. And you feel comfortable. And it totally takes away the anger out of the people. But right. these assholes let it go and think it's no big deal. And, and they think, oh, they don't worry about it. Fuck it. They'll come right. back. And yeah. they like that. You know what I do hate, though? And I think we talked about this a bunch of times. Is A lot of restaurants, there's no teams there. So exactly. you're about the waitress blaming the kitchen. And it's the, the front of the house versus the back of the house. Right, all exactly. the time. And, you know, half the time they forgot to put the order in. And then they'll yeah. say, oh, the kitchen's all backed up or they screwed up. Meanwhile, the order just went in. You know, a lot of times I'll go out and show the person, look, this is, I just got the order. Or I'll go yeah. to the fucking, you know, fuck that. But... I've actually had a waitress come up to me and say, oh, my God, guys, I am so sorry. I forgot to put the order in. Here's a glass of wine on me. I am so sorry. And I'll be like, 
all right, it's fucked up. But if, if right. someone's honest with you right. at that point, it just says, okay, you're an idiot. But you know what? I appreciate the honesty more than you dicking me around and giving me some bullshit excuse because I'm not an idiot. Exactly. But, hey, right, you want me to do another piece of news here? We got yeah, something, yeah, sure. uh, another wacky news article, which I think is kind of weird but cool. Officials believe that an inmate in jail in Costa Rica has trained a feathered friend to smuggle in weed and cocaine. And apparently... The bird was landing in the central concourse and in the jail in San Rafael, okay, where the bird was actually taken into custody. And if you see the picture, they actually have the bird, a little rope tied to its claw, paw, what do you call it? Yeah. The hoof. The hoof. <laughs> the paw, the claw, the, the thing. The hoof. The leg. The leg. The hoof. <laughs> that was a little good fellas feeling yeah. right there. But, um... They have him tied up to his little leg, and you see the bird, like, looking all weird. He's got this little pouch with a half an ounce of coke and a half. Now I think that's fucking genius. I'm sorry. Yes. you got to give the guy credit for that. Oh, yeah. Now, the question is, why can't you apply those skills in an outside form of life legitimately to make yourself money? Right. Because if you can train a bird to bring you weed and coke, you're on to something there, pal. Right. Just turn into something you can hold down a job for $15 an hour. Yeah, exactly. You know? Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, all right. Well, I got this story. If you need to avoid peanuts, see which alternative nut butters kids like most. They did a little survey here on the Today Show. Very cool. And uh, the best almond butter is Barney Butter Almond Butter Smooth, whatever the hell that means. But that's supposedly the best stand-in for peanut butter. We have best cashew butter is Jif Cashew Butter Creamy. I didn't even know they made that. Jif is getting into a lot of things here. Yes, they are. The best walnut butter is Artisana Organics Raw Walnut. All right. Most in, ingenious stirring innovation is 365 Everyday Value Pollinator Friendly Almond Butter. Wow. Okay. Best nut-free option, Sun Butter Sunflower Seed Butter. Wow. I'd eat that. Interesting. Yeah. I love sunflower seeds. And then alternate nut snack packs for back to school, Justin's maple almond butter and pretzels, and the list goes on and on. But there are, you know, because the school I do the lunch in is peanut-free or nut-free. I can't do anything with nuts. I sold M&M peanuts, and I thought I felt like Frankenstein. They were coming at me with, like, rakes and fire and, like, you know, ready to I was eating some hairy clam the other day, and it tasted better than anything. I had to do it again. <laughs> I just had to do it again. I love that. All right, well. Okay, let me ask you this now, because I just, just a quick question. Do you think that a lot of people really have the nut allergy, or there's those people that just don't like peanuts and use that as an excuse? I think the nut allergy is a serious one. It's more the gluten-free that okay. other way, because a lot of kids are being born. I don't know if it's the... The vitamins that the mothers take, or the or the hormones, the that and they all take, the milk the and stuff. And all that other yeah, but no one was ever allergic to peanuts when we were kids. No, no. So you weren't allowed to smoke. You know, you, you smoked when you were pregnant. <laughs> well, about people, but it was like a rare thing, and it was right. like a serious thing. And I yeah. do think I think about twenty percent of the people fake that allergy deal. Because I had somebody come into the restaurant one day and say they were allergic to nuts, and I'm, I'm I clock people like that. I don't know why I do, but I right. I pick up on shit like that. I remember the guy. And I see him in a store one day eating a Snickers bar. Yeah. Well, adults, I don't believe, have it. Yeah. I can see kids having it yeah. or, 
you know, he's allergic to four of the things, so the mother just assumes he's allergic to peanuts and everything. So I don't know. A lot yeah. of children with uh, that are uh, handicapped have allergic reactions to peanuts. Okay. Yeah. That's a known fact. There was a lot of uh, a lot of kids that Jared was messing around with were allergic to peanuts. <laughs> peanuts. <laughs> Okay. All right. Well, if all the listeners have been checking out my Facebook, I've been promoting, you know, to help me out, vote for me for Best Chef of Staten Island. Thanks for all the um, well wishes and stuff. But the polls came out today, and I came in fourth out of nine. Not right. too shabby. Welcome you know, good. not bad for not, being, not working anywhere, like right. freelancer or whatever, you know. But, you know, Best Asian Restaurants, Jade Island, Best Latin Restaurant, La Candela, Best Italian, Bacelli, Best Indian, Taste of India, Best Family Restaurant was Lee's Tavern, Best Seafood, Lobster House wait, wait, shows. Wait, wait, Best Family Restaurant was Lee's Tavern? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Hobra was in there and Pepper Jack. I kept voting for Camlin's because I think Camlin's I could have been Chuck E. Cheese when he got that. Yeah. <laughs> Best underrated restaurant is good. I'm glad one of my old sous chefs, uh, Ricky, runs Griff's Place, and he won the underrated restaurant. Yeah, great little place. Yeah, and uh, best chef is uh, Julian Guxwali from Blue. Good guy. I try to get him on the show. He's just always busy, you know. And, uh, you know, best steak, West in, but, you know, Ronnie and Dean Steakhouse is a close second. Best burger is my boys at Duffy's. Nice. Best meatball and rice ball with pastosa. Really? Yeah. Best breakfast, Island Coffee Shop. Best brunch, Patisseria Bruno. Bullshit. Best cheap eats, least having one of the second thing. Best healthy eats, better gourmet. Best specialty foods, pastosa. Best bagel store, Bagel Depot. Town Deli, which is good out in Tottenville. Absolutely. You know, that's one of those you can get beer and cigarettes delivered. Best takeout, Joe and Pat's. Beans and Leaves, best coffee shop. I'm glad they won. That they were uh, right up the street. They're cool. Royal Crown Bakery and Ralph's won. So uh, thanks for voting. Yeah. And uh, you know, it got me in fourth. Not too shabby. So uh, you know, that's that. All right. Hey, cool. We got a call. A call. We got to have a call. Hey. Right. <laughs> it's this friggin' delay on it. Hey, you're chewing the fat with big and beefy. Hey, what's Hello? happening, guys? It's uh, what's Johnny up? from Heartbreaking Dongs. Hey, Chef Johnny Mac. What's up, pal? How's it going tonight? It's going dynamite. Can you hear me okay? Is, uh, we can hear you right? perfect, brother. We hear you perfect. Awesome, awesome. How are you guys doing? Yeah, we're doing good, man. We're just doing a little news, and now, uh, you know, you're our, our main guest guy, and I'm psyched that you called in. You know, sorry for the last-minute ask, but... Uh, you know, I, I realized today that September 12th is right around the corner, so we want to get up uh, to promote this New Jersey Taco Festival. It's right around the corner, man. We're, like, literally about three weeks out. Uh, actually, yeah. there's only, only two weekends in between now and the 12th. But, uh, but three weeks from right now, dude, we're ready, man. Biggest taco party on the East Coast. Yeah, baby, I'm psyched. I mean, now, now that's the thing. It's not just tacos. If you read this thing with the wrestling and the mariachi and the eating contests and, you know, the list goes on and on. Hot sauces, barbecue sauces, it's going to be a good time. 
Oh, without a doubt. Well, I mean, we have. I mean, the hot sauce is a. I mean, that's you know, that's what I'm all about. And uh, my, you know, Heartbreak and Dawn's is that's my company. And my partner for the Taco Festival is Steve Seabury that does High River sauces and also does the New York City Hot Sauce Expo, which which you were at this past year. So, um, you know, we uh, we decide we've had this on on deck to put together for a long time now. I mean, I'm a crazy taco nut. He's a taco right. nut. We wanted to do something in New Jersey, and, uh, you know, it just seemed to be the obvious choice. But, the, yeah, hot sauce is a key. We're going to have a full hot sauce row of uh, about 10 different manufacturers, all the tacos. Tacos are the core of the event, you know? Right now oh, yeah. We've got, we've got 40 tri-state-based chefs, restaurants, and food trucks that are all there to serve, sell, and also compete. For you know, nice. best taco in the state, and you're you're uh, you're uh, going to be one of the judges for that. Don't forget, man. That's right, man. Like... I'm psyched. <laughs> I'm eating all forty. I don't care what you say. I'm going to eat all forty. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man. Aside, aside from the tacos, we want to. It's a family event, man. We got a kids' corner, mariachi music, tons <clears> of cool <throat> contests. We've been doing the. Um, Moe's is one of the, our main corporate sponsors, and they're sponsoring the, um, the taco eating competition. So nice, for nice. Past, for the past four weeks, we've been having the preliminary rounds at different Moe's locations, and, uh, you know, the people are qualifying to make it to the finals. Dude, I had a guy, I had a guy last week, 10, 10 full beef tacos, housed them in two minutes and 21 seconds. Wow. What was uh, his name? You know, I don't, I don't have his name uh, off, uh, right in front of me. I, I, I can find it. He's actually been doing this for a while, and he's got a um, – someone emailed me about two days later. They're like, oh, man, I'm, uh, I'm doing uh, uh, some filming and a little documentary piece uh, for this guy. I want to make sure it was cool to come to the event and film a meeting. Um, no, I mean, we were like, no, no problem. That's, uh, you know, that's cool, cool for us. I'm trying yeah, to remember yeah. which, which, which guy he was. But, yeah, dude, two minutes and 20, two, 21 seconds. Um, but now at the event, it's who can eat the most in 10 minutes. So the, the qualifying was, you know, be the first to eat the 10. But when we get there, you know, it's going to be the, the most uh, most tacos you can eat in 10 minutes. And I just saw the, the world record is um, just took, just went down in San Jose about two weeks ago. And I posted on there was something ridiculous, like a hundred and three tacos in an eight minute period is currently. The yeah, world dude, that's crazy, man. We've had a lot of like competitive eaters on the show and everything, and just the, like this one woman, Molly uh, Skyler. Yes. She's ninety eight pounds, and she just ate like those giant Texas steaks. With the baked potato salad, she ate like three of them in a half an hour. The funny thing is, though, you, oh. you hear all these competitions, and you go, I can do that. And Rob and I did the five hot dogs in two-minute challenge with right. Or five hot dogs in five minutes. Yeah, yeah, whoever can eat them yeah. in five minutes. And I got past the five hot dogs, I got past the butt and a half, and I was done. Yeah. So I can't even imagine eating 100 tacos. No. I can uh. just imagine that. No, that's like a yeah. trick with the just like swallow them, and then, I don't know. I, I, the worst part is imagine him coming out. <laughs> yeah. I, oh, man. I dug it up here. That guy is actually, he's going to be one to watch, man. His, his name is Dave the Termite Wood. 
He's from mm-hmm. Kingston, Pennsylvania. He was the guy I was just talking about. But that's exactly what he was doing, man. He was, like, folding up the tacos in, in a ball, popping them in his mouth and chasing them with water. And I don't even know if he was chewing. Oh, man. Yeah, that's great because I I was I'm keeping an eye out for a guy. I entered the I judged the Long Island Wing Fest last year and uh you know, no one was getting into the, the million Scoville unit winging contest. So I'm like, yeah, I'll go in it, whatever and then people started signing up and I came in second. Yeah, you know, my my hands burnt for days. Now, is that where your face, your lips were all red? Yeah, like I think red. I had a beard at the time, like cause that didn't burn, but everything else burned for days. But the guy that killed me was this guy, gentleman Jack, and I looked him up, and he's a competitive eater. But I was like close behind him. I was pretty he happy. He was a ringer. He was planted in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, was, was that was that the one at the um at at the restaurant the the wing fest at the uh, the copper uh. Was that the one you were eating them at? It was the Nutty Irishman. The Nutty Irishman. The Nutty Irishman. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was, I was there. I was, I remember. I remember. We were, we were competing that year. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, last year me and Clem judged it, and uh, we pulled up to the wrong Nutty Irishman. Yeah, we pulled up in, in, in like Nutley or something like that. We're like, we're here. Where the fuck are you? And they're like, oh, we're about eight towns over. How many Nutty Irishmans are there? Like. By name, I mean, I know there's, there's a, a bunch of, of crazy fucking Irish things. Yeah, I was gonna say, there's but... a lot of crazy Italians, but how many fucking nutty Irishmen are there? <laughs> oh man, hey, I'm one of them. <laughs> yeah, but I'm oh, psyched. Oh. I'm, I'm totally psyched for uh, the, the Taco Fest. Yeah, man. Really it's looking gonna, forward to that. We've been putting a lot into it, and uh, man, it's it's just now with this past month, it's just been exploding. Um, we got, you know, the, the tequila tasting tent is obviously going to be a, a hot spot. The, oh, yeah. um, dude, the wrestling crew we brought on. I mean, obviously, tacos, are, we got a good, you know, um, you know some hot, uh, you know, cool tacos for the area. These uh, um, Montas, Tex-Mex, these guys got like a 30-foot taco trailer. Um, oh, taco nice. truck just came on board. Uh, El Matador Mexican Deli. Um the guac spot, uh, you know, a lot oh, of, cool. I mean, uh, we, we just were brought on board, uh, the, uh, Ainsworth hotel for in Hoboken as well. Who's doing some oh, like man. really insane tacos. So the oh, idea, awesome, I mean, man. we want to have yeah. both, you know, a wide variety, you know, it's not going to be, you know, 40 people all doing traditional taquerias. Right, tacos. Right. It's yeah. going to be, you know, that style. It's but a anything. Yeah. Like yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm 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 kind of upset that my buddy couldn't pull it to go down. He was all psyched, but he's like, I, I'm just so busy right now. I can't pay people to go down there and blah. I'm like, all right. But another buddy of mine from Moe's up here actually, I posted it up, and he goes, How do I get involved? I told him to call the guys in Jersey from Moe's and see if he can. So awesome. I'm not sure awesome. if. Uh, well, I'm telling you, yeah. man. Once, uh, you know, I, I know the uh, first year event and people traveling, you know, some of the restaurants might be a little, a little leery to give up a, uh, you know, Saturday's a busy day, but, uh, your, your boy from Staten Island is going to be banging down the doors next year, man. When he sees oh, yeah. the coming after this. Oh, oh shit. Wow. Yeah. This is right up his alley. He loves it. But I think he had like one or two other events. He said, cause I swear to God, that September 12th must be the day to have something. Oh, every, every everything, man. There's so much. There's a lot of stuff going on, 
But, uh, yeah, that dude Jimmy from the Hot Sauce thing. Yeah, uh, Jimmy, what's his name? Is having Pig Island over in yeah, Red Hook, Brooklyn. Island at that time. And, um, you know, but I can tell you I'm pretty confident Sussex County Fairgrounds is going to be the uh, the place to be September 12th. We're going to book yeah. next year. It's going to be two two days. We're going to book that right after it's done. Uh, oh, yeah. So everyone will know. And, uh, I mean, everyone, you know, for if people are curious to see the full lineup of the what's going on there, man, it's all on the website at njtacofestival.com. And uh, the tickets are on sale, man. The tickets are on sale now. That's right. Yeah, I've been pushing it every day. I'm putting it out there on Facebook and tweeting it. And, you know, hopefully it's working. But, uh, yeah, I'm totally, I'm totally saying, you know what, you pick tacos, everybody loves tacos. Dude, everybody does. Love you can tacos. have ninety-year-olds <laughs> and two-year-olds to eat tacos, so you know, have no problem throwing tickets over there. But uh, see, I, yeah. I like I, I like any type of taco, but I look, I gotta say, my my favorite, you know, my favorite style of taco is so, soft shell corn tortilla. The the meat, you know, the meats obviously the that's the key. And just white onion, cilantro, lime juice, man, that's. That's, That's my it. alley, man. Corn to- and bear and a green sauce. If it's red or green, I'm a I'm, I'm into the verde. So yeah, me too. I'm a salsa verde guy all day long. Pickled red onions, maybe oh, some radish. But then I gotta have my like, you know, I don't like when I get a taco and it's all like wet, overcooked pork. I want like a good shredded pork. Well, yeah. I'm not even opposed to the ground beef, you know, because it brings me back to being a kid. You know, the Ortega oh, yeah. tacos. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, man, all types. You know that that's that's my favorite. I, I'm pretty traditional when it comes to like my uh, what what I, what I, my favorite is. But dude, I like trying these. People are doing insane tacos these days, man. I like oh, trying yeah. them all, brother. You know, you know it. You probably. Oh, I'm, hell sure yeah. you've, I'm sure you've done some pretty nutty tacos in there. Oh in shit, the day, yeah. The man. crazier the better. The crazier the better. <laughs> so uh, yeah, Johnny, will you talk a little bit bit about heartbreak and doing hot sauce, man? Dude, you know, speaking of Verde, we just put out our our newest sauce, which is which actually is a Verde. But dude, Heartbreaking Dawn's that's I mean that's my company. We're actually coming up um, October. Coming up in October will be our, our sixth official year um, in business. We did our first our first official production October ninth, six years ago. And, uh, dude, we're, we're a hot sauce company, man. We do, um, it's right. When I say we, my wife and I started the business, um, she, she's, she's still involved, you know, but she also is doing, uh, you know, uh, doing her own thing. She's in psychology and counseling and I'm doing more with the sauce these days, but she's always, someone's got to make the money there. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But, um, Man, I, dude, I've always been just a, a crazy hot sauce nut, or just anything adventurous. You know, I mean, when, when we were when we were growing up, you know, hot sauce wasn't everywhere like it is today, and I was always into the adventurous eating. You know, so if it was, you know, if it was just a little outside of the beaten path, I was all about it, man. And and fiery foods and crazy chilies and spicy stuff was just that fell right in the mix of all of it, man. So. Just that year, a few years ago, or, you know, I just got the, I got the, um, you know, just the uh, crazy about growing hot peppers, you know, just something hit this obsession, you know, like a lot of, a lot of specialty food companies started out, you know, I just was obsessed with growing hot peppers and I started, you know, 
developing a bunch of recipes and developing some sauces and sharing them. And uh, just one day, we, you know, we, we looked at each other and we were like, well, we should we should see what you got to do to start a hot sauce business. Right, and, right. Uh, you know, I never, dude, I never, you know, if you asked me 20 years ago what I was going to be doing, it, you know, right, I'm do a hot sauce business would probably be the last thing I'm, I, I was thinking. But, <laughs> um, you know, when the 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 obsession hit of growing the peppers and the people's reaction and having fun and coming up with these recipes, man, dude, I I, I haven't been happier, man. We've got we launched with three products. We do a um, you know full line of like classic habanero style. Then we do a three line of more of the specialty high heat peppers. You know, a, um, but what what I'm all about, which kind of makes us stand out from some of the others, is doing really ingredient driven sauces. You know, I want I want I want the you, you know, guys like you in the kitchen to be able to use these as an ingredient, not just as a condiment. So we're right, pairing right. up some of the, you know, some of the unique flavor profiles of the peppers with some other, you know, cool ingredients to do something that works both, you know, on the table as well as in the now, kitchen. Man. So, let me let me ask you this, and maybe I missed it. I had to step away for a second before. Where did you come up with the name for this from? Was there a meaning to the name? Yeah, I actually went to... Uh, um, well, I went my background from an educational point. When I went to college, I was studying comparative literature, believe it or not. That was my, you know, I have a, a, a kind of a, a weird background of things I've been involved with. Uh, so literature being one of them. So the name's actually from an Arthur Rimbaud poem. Uh, I've wept too much, even the dawns are heartbreaking. So heartbreaking dawns, it sucks. So it refers to the time nice. of day and uh, a number of our products. Um, you know, have kind of an obscure literary reference, and same with the the uh, the, the tattoo artists that do our label work. Because I was I spent about 15 years in that industry in the the supply and the wholesale end of tattoo equipment and sterilization right. equipment. So when the time came that we we're developing these sauces, I was like, dude, I, I know like you know 50 awesome tattooists that are going to do kick-ass labels for these products. And yeah. uh, so that's who that's who I went to, you know, and it made it stand out. And you know, I, I've told people before, like that, the, the literature end and the tattoo art, you know, doing something in the bottle and the creative journey of, of the flavor profiles of the sauces. It's kind of the first time I've been able to overlap just like all of the cool stuff I've been interested in over my life into one finished product that I can share with people. And that's what I really love about it. Yeah, well, I mean, that's the pretty cool because that's all you. You know, you got, yeah. like you said, you got all your background on there. You got your tattoo art on there and, and, and your... Yeah, your I thought it was bottle. an interesting bottle with an interesting label, but... Um, all right, well, listen, while we got you on the phone, in, in honor of you being on our show, and, you know, with the whole Mexican theme, Rob and I do a top five every week, and this one uh, is going out because of you. Yeah. Oh, all right, so I think I'm going to start off my top five Mexican, you know. Well, the top five is top five Mexican dishes. Right. What do we say with the top five? Yeah, but I mean, one of them is but, not yeah. a dish, but it's my yeah. favorite Mexican thing in the world. But I do have number five is uh, Ropus Viejo. I love, I love the shredded like flank steak or whatever, and, you know, it means old clothes or whatever the hell it is. Number four, oddly enough, is Tres Leches cake. 
I worked with a lot of Mexican dudes in my day, and the shit that they make is far better than anyone you buy in the store. I mean, it's thank God I'm not lactose intolerant. Number three, I'm sorry to say, is tacos. That's my number three. Number two is empanadas, and number one is tequila. Love it. You stole my number one. Love it. I love, it love it. Love it. Love it. Yep. Love it. <laughs> All right, I'm going number one on the tequila. Two is the tacos. I got to throw in the tres leches. And I know this isn't really Mexican, but it is. But it's, I'm going nachos. I'm sorry. I like fucking nachos. It's just nachos and salsa. And it's Mexican-American. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I'm going to go tamales. Ooh. Nice yeah. pork tamale or chicken tamale, man. Even a plain-ass tamale. I would eat any kind of I'd eat tamale if it had your boots. Yeah, I make them when, instead of, like, mixing the, uh, the lard into it, I do uh, bacon fat. Delicious. Ooh, awesome. yeah. You had a firm. <laughs> you just burn mice into tamales. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So how about you, Johnny? What are your preferences on Mexican? Oh, yeah, well, right right now, I'm going to say, if I, I got my to- top five right here, I got to go with the uh, Ar- Arizona, you know, S- Sonoran-style breakfast burritos. Ooh, um, yeah. I mean, that's where I, we're actually moving, moving out there in a couple months shortly after. Um, but dude, I go out every year and I do every morning, man, I'm going to those drive throughs cheese, egg, chorizo, potato, the potato in the burrito, you know, that's, oh, yeah. that's 100%. Um, verde sauces, number four, just verde sauces in Ooh, yeah. general. Green Verde, I could drink the stuff. I could eat it with a spoon. I absolutely love it. Number three, big big guacamole fan. Any any anything? Gotta say guacamole. Avocado. Yeah. Yeah, anything guacamole. Uh, Dude, I just avocado. made a I made a guacamole half avocado and half green peas, and it was phenomenal. I did it oh. for a party. And it was because oh, I, I I saw someone that did it, and I'm like, I got to do this. And it was so bright green, and it didn't turn, and it was awesome. I was like, holy shit, I can't believe I like these. Now you're gonna yeah. think I'm insane, and and I gotta say, I, well, I am fucking insane, and I would never in a million years would I ever plug this restaurant because I fucking hate it. It's the fucking, it just annoys <laughs> me because they take the Italian sandwich and they twist it. But Subway actually has a Roasted turkey and guacamole with bacon sandwich. Yeah. That is pretty fucking good. And I they actually have good guacamole. I was blown. And I, I like, I'll eat that shit in a pinch of broke for five bucks or something like right. that. But I got to tell you the truth. The guacamole was actually surprisingly fucking good. Nice. I can attest to that. I would never in a million years, trust me, never in a million years would I, and you know me, Brad, my pal. Yeah. I'd say how it is. Jared's house? No. <laughs> yes, I was. <laughs> that wasn't guacamole, my friend. <laughs> really? I thought it was guacamole. I thought oh, it looked man. a little white, creamy. <laughs> yeah. So what's your next two, Johnny? I'm, I'm going, uh, the Trace Leches is right up there with me, too. There's actually... We go, uh, we're in Mawa, I'm right on the Suffern border, and there's one of my favorite little taquerias up there, you know, and uh, the mom that does the baked goods, she makes a killer, killer tres leches cake. And oh. every time, I've been taking my, my, little, my little girl there. We go there once a week since she was six months old, man. And we get the clock, oh. we get the tres leches, we get the, <laughs> but uh, I'm right up there with that. 
And uh, and just number one's tacos, man. That's that's yeah. why we're doing the taco fest, man. I'm a taco nut, right. anything taco. <laughs> so yeah, I do a lot of the time. Five. It's hard to do my top five always because I can eat all five of those things at one sitting. Yeah. You know, like I'm not I'm not a picker and chooser, but I do love. And you're right, I love the tacos. No one said a burrito or an enchilada, only on no. Facebook. But no, we got a couple of people that are saying uh, we'll do some Facebook comments. Um, mostly everybody's saying tacos, enchilados, enchiladas. Yeah. I'm sorry, chilorianos. Um, enchilada, quesadilla. No one said quesadilla. That's kind of like you know. We got a lot of tamales going on. Tamales, yeah, tamales, tamales, tamales. I make, see. I don't think of enchiladas either. I, I make enchiladas probably every other week. I have the same ones I do. We do for dinner here, but it wouldn't come into my head as one of my top five, you know, for for Mexican dishes, you know. Right, right. Yeah, but it's one of those dishes where you're right. It's not, but when you eat it, you're like, wow, this is really good. It's kind of like turkey on Thanksgiving. Like you eat it yeah. once a year and you're good. Like you really enjoy it, but it's not something you're gonna go out and order. Yeah. But I mean, there's nothing better than, like, my line cooks and dishwasher guys, wives used to send in food to me because I love, like, home-style, right out of Mexico. You used to stand up have a fucking couple that used to pull up and have tamales and paint buckets, those big five-gallon paint buckets with leaves yeah. on them, keeping them warm, oh, yeah, out of the back man. of their car yeah. for, like, two, three dollars each. And I would buy the whole bucket from them and give everyone in the kitchen yeah. staff and everyone the whole fucking... It was... Unbelievable. That was gutsy with one bathroom in your restaurant. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> Let me buy this food out of this lady's trunk. <laughs> well, it was um, a friend of one of the cooks, and it was their family, so yeah. I got the whole bucket. But that's not the first good, time to yeah. be nice, and I actually was brave enough to taste one, and then every week we were all buying a bucket. Yeah, there's nothing better than how they make it. There that should be a bucket of tamales. Like, they have a bucket of wings. Why not a fucking bucket of tamales? Yeah. Oh, there's man. a bucket of beer. Why not a bucket of tacos, man? Wouldn't that be cool if you could just get, like, a bucket 12-pack of bucket of tacos? Yeah. I love it, Well, man. that's what I usually buy at all these, like, taqueria places. Like, like fuck the fried chicken. There's anything wrong with a bucket of fried chicken. But bring me a bucket of tacos. <laughs> like, come on, now. Because you know you can eat more than one or two. Yeah. You know, so why not bring oh, out the yeah. bucket? Yeah, there's nothing better than that. The, the dirtier the place, like, not dirtier, like, the more setback and doesn't look like a store or nothing, the better. Well, that's like the place Philomir and I and everybody and Lee and all those people in Jersey, we went to Point Pleasant, we ate in this shack, Spike's shack. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it looks like a shithole in the front. There's all, like, broken, mismatched lawn furniture and tables. And you walk in, and it's picnic tables, and there's these two counters, glass counters, filled with ice and fresh seafood. And you order, and they make it for you right there on the spot. i got to tell you, one of the best things I've ever eaten. The food was... Yes. Extronomically delicious. Extronomically. That we went back there five or six times. I like Villamina makes up all her own words. She, she combines <laughs> the words. It was astronomically extra delicious. It was extronomically. But it was fantastic. <laughs> I love it in my mouth, but. Yeah. I my mouth, but. You can find those places. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. Villamina's so, a little dyslexic. Okay. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, cool. All right. So, yeah, well, now I want to get into Chopping Cutthroat Kitchen. Now, you did both of those, correct? I, I did. I did. Nice. Uh, I, I did Chopped. Um, this Season 10, I did Chopped. It was, uh, the episode was Chop On, Chop On Through. Um, 
dynamite episode. And then Cutthroat Kitchen was uh, last year. It was a uh, when in Rome. It was the one on the scooter and the red velvet cake. Nice. And, uh, okay, I actually were, remember that. Yeah, they were both dude. I got. I mean, Chops was Chops was a lot of fun. You know, for me, I mean, it was one of the um, one one of the first. You know, I'm I'm not. You know, I'm not a. Um, uh, you know, a, a classically trained or actively working kitchen chef. You know, I'm I'm a I'm a chef through my hot sauces. I'm some, I, or I'm, I'm you know a cook. You know, I'm a hot sauce cook. I'm so that's sauce, me, brother. That's me. Sauce. You know, you know, so no and just fucking you know on the streets yeah, cooking. <laughs> yeah, that's I I joke with some people now because I know you know how how you how you introduce yourself. You know, as far as what you do could be uh you know could be a, a, a uh, thin ice sometimes. I tell I said, listen, I'm, I'm I'm a chef because three years ago Ted Allen says I was. That's the only reason. <laughs> but um, well, we we talk about that all the time, and it's like you know these people do one episode of something and they're online cook for like two weeks, and all of a sudden the next week they got like their chef jacket with their name on it and pictures, and they're doing events and hosting dinners and private catering lessons, and I'm like, dude, they were doing it six fucking months, like. What are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. I was a wine off, cook so. for like four years. I had to clean the toilets too. Yeah. Like. <laughs> so, but that's you know that's I, I, you know I'm, I'm a self-taught creative cook and hot sauce is my thing. So when I did, I dude, I didn't, uh, I had no idea of doing chops. I had no, you know, my wife signed me up for it when I was on an airplane. I had no idea that she even did it until they they called me. And she does stuff like that all the time. You know, I'll get called. I'm really good, I'm really good at playing along because everything she signs up for, they, she gives my number. So I got a call. They're like, yeah, so, so-and-so from Chopped. We want you to come. It was like right away. We I did the next interview. And that was like, oh, I was like, this is kind of cool. And, you know, for me, it was, you know, in a nutshell, I said, if, don't make, don't get cut first because then it's like, why did I even go? And don't right. make anything they say sucks. If I could do yeah. that, you know, going up against, you know, real active working cooks, you know, that's that's awesome. And, and dude, I did it. You know, I'm, I'm, I went to the second round. I had really positive feedback. And uh, I just tell people I win every time it airs because those 30 seconds that I'm telling people about what I do and about right. my sauces, that's a free commercial to, a, you know, however many million people watch it these days, you know. so. Oh, and believe me, a lot too, man. I've did- you know, people have come up or, like, email me. I'm watching your episode. I'm like, it's on? Like, I was oh, in the yeah. first season. That was, like, 2009 or something like that. <laughs> Dude, they, air them, they air them nonstop. And, you know, being uh, having a, a retail product that people could go online and buy, you know, it, it, um, it, it, did, a, it did a lot for the Heartbreaking Dawns because most, you know, uh, people that love Chop, they love the concept. And to be able to have access to, you know, to something that one of the cooks is doing. I mean, Chad, you get so-and-so, he's cooking in Rhode Island. You know, you're probably never going to be in that town at that restaurant while he's there cooking. You know, so to do it with something that was available was really big for the company and big for me, too. You know, it definitely got me more serious about my cooking demo uh, got me started and, you know, doing events and doing cooking demos and competing in the, you know, doing the wing competitions and getting more active with showing people how to use my products and also just coming up with insane stuff, you know? So that was an absolute blast. And, 
you know, Cutthroat Kitchen was, you know, that's what you, well, you know, that shows, there's such a 180. Oh, um, yeah. I love doing both of them, but I think I love doing, I could do Cutthroat Kitchen every week. Yeah, yeah. I loved it, you know, like, even though, like, the first one I won, all right, whatever, you know, but the second one I had more fun doing in the Evolicious Tournament. I was like, fuck it, I'm going, I'm doing every sabotage and get my face on this TV as much as I can. Did you see the new one with the camping? Yeah, the camping. That was Robin. Robin was on that. Yeah, Robin won, I think, right? No, she came in, uh, she got booted at at the end. Yeah, because Clem Clem was on Hell's Kitchen Season 10, and he also just did Cutthroat and aired a couple of months ago, right? Yeah, it was just on again the other night. I walked into the doctor's office, and he's like, oh, my God, I saw you on Cutthroat Kitchen last night. (laughs) That's great, though. I I love it. It was on last night. It's so not a cooking show. It's great. (laughs) It's a fun show. I got I got hit with everything, man. Every I got hit with every sabotage they could, they had. It was brutal, but it was it was fun, man. It was a good time. Oh, it yeah. was a lot of fun, and we had a good crowd too. Once the first the the there was a uh, the girl that was on there. I can't remember her name now. She she went home she went home first, but she was screwing up the dynamic. She was kind of. Uh, you know, she she was nasty yeah. right out of the gate. But the other yeah. the other guys that were competing, it was they had cool spirits. You know, I mean, it's 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 cutthroat, you know. But it was it was they were really fun to work with. You know, once we got once we sent the first uh, the first person home, you know, that was that got a lot more fun. We had a blast with it, you know. Right. Well, my yeah, the last one was uh, for me. The kid was 21 years old. He wound up to win that, and then he was the first kicked off in the finale. But he just did uh, Next Food Network Star. And I'm trying to oh. tell this kid backstage. I'm like, listen, dude, let's go at each other on the camera, you know? And but don't take anything I say to heart. He goes, yeah, yeah, I know. And then he started being a dick right off the bat and a dick in the green room. And I'm like, yo, oh. it's on, brother. And then he got kicked off of Next Food Network Star for being a dick. Oh, they sent someone else home, and he made a comment, and they were like, "Nope, you're gone. We're changing our mind." Well, yeah, I mean, you gotta, you gotta, you know, run with the fun. concept, but you gotta have fun with it too, man. Yeah, you know, that's the that's the thing. You know, if the, the you know because people who are going on, they're always asking me, and the number one thing, you know, not that I mean, everyone's technique is gonna be different. I don't know why they're asking me, but I'm happy to tell my experience and. My number one thing is just don't take yourself too seriously. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's what it. I say. Yeah, a friend of ours just yeah. went down there, and she goes, what do I do? I'm like, have, have fun. fun. Don't yeah. worry about cooking, and just have fun with it, and get in the camera as much as you can, and be funny. They don't I, want I love to, the people yeah. that ask you, is it real? No, we, we fake cook on the show. Yeah. That's really a fake frying pan, and it's fake smoke, and that's a fake steak that I just put on my plate. We don't cook anything. Yeah. You know, and you got to be nice because I guess some people don't really get it. But some of the questions that people ask are just like, I'm like, where are you from? Like, what do you mean? But then again, you got like like Johnny, myself, and you. We have the personalities to do a show. Whether we could, you know, even if we burn a grilled cheese, we're going to make it look fun at least. Yeah, exactly. Fuck it. Everyone's got croutons in their life. You know, I'm not no superstar. (laughs) That's it, man. That's 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 dude. That's the key to the kitchen, man. If you have fun making it, it's it's gonna be all right, man. And that's the thing with with cutthroat too. You know, man. Half of that stuff, if you if you get hit with something, you can't be like, okay, how am I gonna make a good this with this sabotage? It's more like how how can I make it good enough? 
If I can yeah, turn exactly. under these <laughs> circumstances, and you're okay. You know, you'll, you'll never be able to make it dead on. But if you make it good enough, you'll be all right. <laughs> well, here's the thing I try to explain to restaurant owners and chefs and younger people and people that go on these shows. If you're not having fun, if you're miserable and you get angry and you get flexed, I don't care what you tell me because we've all done this. When you're pissed off in the kitchen, there's no way you're putting that pride and quality into that dish. You're like, fuck it. No. Give me that. Just slap no. it on the grill. Yeah. Throw it on some fucking bread. Get that dish out and get it the fuck out of my face. Yeah, throw it in the fryer yeah. later. Maybe not to that extreme, but if you're having fun with it, you can laugh it off and it's fun. You're going to make something that's really nice because you actually give it a fuck. You're not angry. You know that, angry. You know that dude that... The dude at table twelve is gonna taste that anger in that in that band. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is there really a band-aid in my franchise? <laughs> even if you're having fun with it and you fuck it up, you're still gonna laugh it off and find a way to make it still be pretty fucking good. Right. Yeah. But if you're angry about it, it's just, you know, I tell everybody that. Don't be nervous. Just go have fucking fun. Be right. you. Have fun with it, man. Yeah, no one remembers the guy who won. They remember the craziness of the yeah. shows, especially. And, you oh, know, the yeah. favorite restaurant. And, and, you know, even with your hot sauces. If you hate it, why are you bothering doing it? Yeah. yeah. You can taste the love yeah. in everything else. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's that's, true. that's it's, what we're all grateful for, man. We're all getting to do something we really enjoy, man. And it's not like work, man. It's just like enjoy, having fun, you know? Right. Well, that's why we do this show every yeah. week. It's just so we get together for two hours and just hang out. It's like hanging out in the kitchen and bullshit. Rob and I don't yeah. get paid. We don't. We just come here. We have fun. We have a ball. We got yeah. a shit ton of people from every celebrity to fucking every shit. Yeah, and if we're not in the yeah, mood we, to yeah. do it, we we say you know let's skip this week or something like We've that. We've done yeah. that maybe maybe yeah. once. Yeah. We're playing yeah, well, something from the archives tonight. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Maybe once, only because that was a holiday. But otherwise, yeah. that, Rob, this is that little, uh, what do you call this? What can you call this? This is that little sanity right here. Yeah. It's that forum to get yeah. out all our Serenity now. Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, it's it's awesome. and needles, needles, and pins. Yeah. All right, so, Johnny, hold on for one second. We're going to come back and do the food fight. Another in honor of you. I think we're going to go... Uh, Crunchy versus uh, soft shells. Hard versus soft, soft for the taco. So hang, hang on for one second. Oh, hey, right, right. right. uh, you know, number one, you know, of all the media that I've ever done, whether it be uh, Regis and Kelly, Good Morning America, uh, radio, TV, I have never been as privileged as to be on the Big and Beefy show. It's time for Big and Beefy's Food Fight. Raven on food. Let's get ready to get the oh! Yeah. All right, so um, I'm going to start it off. I'm a... I hate flour tortillas, but I want soft corn, double it up. Two, I want two shells with my taco stuff in it because I like to take the middle one out. Did you say soft porn? Soft porn. Soft <laughs> corn. <laughs> I just said I like soft, soft corn. Soft corn porn. I like soft corn porn. Okay. <laughs> but I do like it doubled up and because I learned the trick I was way back say, in the day. I was going to say, tell people the trick. It's the, they always give the two shells. 
So you pick up the first one with your stuff in it and eat it over the empty shell there, and then everything that falls off goes into the other one. You got two tacos. Bam! I do that with a lot of Italian, man. <laughs> I always thought they just did it, like, so it doesn't soak through, but an old Mexican woman showed me that you're supposed to eat the inside one, and then whatever the scraps are, you eat the second one. See, I, I do yeah. love the soft shell, but I'm a hard, I, I like it hard. Um, How about you, Philomena? Do you like it hard or soft? Depends on what you're talking about, Clemenza. Because it's hard when it's soft, I think she was saying. First of all, it's soft, and as it gets hard, it's a lot better off. Oh, oh, easy. Philomena got some well, stuff. Barbecue my hammer. <laughs> on the real, would you say hard taco shell or soft taco shell? Well, if you really want me to be honest with you, yeah. I've never had a hard taco shell. Really? But I, and I've had soft ones, and I love you've soft ones. You, you, you never you had, know, like, you never fucking, had a regular what is it called? Like, or yeah, you had you had that kit? The crunchy taco shell. Sorry, I take that back. But I <laughs> oh, like soft shells anyway. You had to refresh my memory. <laughs> I like right. the Dorito taco shell. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I don't hate the hard taco shell because that brings me back being a kid and like hot no, lunch I think, and all I that think, shit. I think they both have their purpose, and depending on what you're stuffing it with, they're both equally as good. But you got to know what to pair what shell with. It does make a difference. Yeah, but yeah. You're, you're always going to have a favorite because I agree. It depends on what it is. They're always going to be a little bit different. Sometimes I love I love a, a hard shell, love a a soft flour. But for me, I, I'm right up with you with a soft shell corn. That yeah, it's got to be corn, man. It's got to be corn. What I, re I really like now, if, if I'm doing them at home and I'm doing the corn, I, I like the double shell too, but I like to spread a little something in between, maybe some you know, mm. pureed guac or some crema, then slap them, to, slap them together after they're nice and toasty, and then wrap it up. Uh, then oh, it's like a chalupa kind of thing. I don't know why. Yeah. It just sounded so dirty. I like to open it up and spread a little in between. <laughs> put, a, put a little put crema in between there. I don't know what kind of, don't know what kind of tacos you're eating, pal, but I want some of those. <laughs> so that's, that's going to be my favorite. Toasty I mean, with the crema. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the chat room, and Tina said she prefer she likes both, but if she had a choice, she would go with soft. Oh, Tina going soft. Oh, nice, nice. Uh, we got another couple of soft coming in online right now as we speak. We do? What we got? We got two soft coming in. The funny part is all the women are saying soft. <laughs> um, I, I, I hope I, I want someone to come in that has hey. a favorite that's uh, that's hard in the Fritos bag. They like the walking tacos, man. Oh, uh, dude, those are the greatest things ever. Did you ever have those? <laughs> no, but I just hope all the women keep saying soft in about ten more years. Dude, you get a bag of Fritos. Yeah. So that, like, you know, when you get in the snack packs, you get like the nice aluminum bag, and you uh -huh. throw your taco meat, your hot sauce. You cheese right in there and you mush it up and then eat it up with a spoon. Perfect for hand, you a, hand uh, you a fork and a spoon. Now, yeah. speaking of hard and soft, uh, I think they just got a little hard. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me tell you, those things are fucking fantastic. If you want to do a tailgate item, that's your winner every time. Oh, absolutely. Great idea. Uh, 
we got we got a guy doing walking tacos at the festival. Got a guy. He's got a guy. Yeah, that's my guy. He wins. Apparently, they're they're really big in like the the Midwest and like Nashville. I mean, they're everywhere. You can't go to an event without walking tacos. Right, and, right. Uh, concession guy emailed me up, and I was right. I was. I was like, man, I was like, well, we're, you know, we're, uh, we're kind of restricted certain tacos. He was like, dude, I do, I do walking tacos. I was like, oh, oh my God. God. You're in. Heck yeah, hell yeah. Walking tacos. <laughs> so, yeah. Walking tacos. New Jersey's first annual walking taco festival would be great. <laughs> yeah. yeah, not enough walking tacos in New Jersey. <laughs> Yeah, that good stuff. All right, let's bring Raven on. Hey, Raven, what's up, my man? How you doing today? Hey, guys, doing all right, doing all right. Nice. Cool. What's shaking, brother? Nada. I've been enjoying my uh, get the hell away from everybody time. <laughs> ah, nice, nice. Well, you got, uh, we got Johnny McLaughlin on the line right here from the New Jersey Taco Festival. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be a good time, man. Over 40 taco vendors. Unbelievable. You can't beat that. That's a lot of taco right there. You guys are going to be eating a lot of taco. Wait, wait. We got hard making a comeback. Hard, 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 and both. I got to know the hard in the the chat room. It depends on whether or not my teeth are in. That's where mine goes. <laughs> yeah, you can wild all you want, but you know, if the dentures are out, uh, yeah, I'll go soft shell, but you know, oh, yeah. you know those parts well, to the roof of the mouth kind of suck. Well, there's nothing worse than that with the hard taco if you really go in too hard and it cracks up into the roof of your mouth. Like a oh, big yeah. sharp, sharp edge, so. I like to play it safe with my my soft soft corn board. I don't know if that's if that's Johnny's baby or Clem pressing all the sound bites right now. <laughs> no, that's yeah. No, I'm actually ha- hanging out. I got my uh, our new our new little boy here. He's like uh, three weeks old now. Oh, hanging out. congrats, he's, he's brother! Ready. That is awesome. He's ready for his nine thirty bottle, man. We're hanging out down here doing some stuff. Nice. That is pretty cool, man. Yeah, yeah. What are you doing, Clem? I'm not even on the button. Oh, that's right. <laughs> hey, he's, he's into the soft shell right now. He's into the soft shell. Oh, All right, I'm marking that down. That's a win right there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, Wait, cool. do, we, do we upload the boxing bell? Or do we no. go back over to New Jersey Taco Festival, tell people where they can get tickets and, uh, you know, every, every where it is in the whole mine, you know, let's, let's really push yeah. this thing. Dude, uh, websites, NJ, njtacofestival.com, events happening September 12th from 10 to 8 
at the Sussex County Fairgrounds. Uh, we got a um, general admission. It's, o- it's only 10 bucks. That gives you access to all the taco vendors, on-site beer, uh, specialty cocktails, the two wrestling shows, all the on-stage events. Uh, those are at the door and online. Uh, but we also have a, uh, a VIP ticket. Man, it's a hundred bucks, but it's unlimited beer, unlimited specialty drinks, and all the food you can eat in the VIP tent. And uh, your big gift bag comes with a bunch of hot sauce and stuff from our sponsors. We also have a mid-grade ticket for forty bucks that you get a uh, you know uh, two two beer tickets, five taco tickets, gift bag. So those are all online only, and. Um, Yo, get go get them, man. NJTacoFestival.com, three weeks away. Yeah, baby, and I am psyched. September 12th, baby. Well, awesome. And, uh, you know, and if you like hot sauces, what's the website for Heartbreaking Dawns? Is it HeartbreakingDawns.com? HeartbreakingDawns.com, man. We have our website up, all of our products available right there. And, uh, you know, it's killer. If anyone's got it. And any questions about any of the products or the festival, they could always shoot me an email through the site. I personally go through all of them. And, uh, you know, we'll have some fun with it, man. Hot sauce and tacos. That's what it's all about, brother. Oh, yeah. I will be there with bells on, baby. I'm psyched. Dynamite. We're looking forward to it, man. It's going to be a blast. Massive, yeah. massive taco party. Oh, it's gonna it's gonna be good times, man. I'm gonna try to get tons of people from Staten Island to come with me, so Awesome. Awesome. Nice. All right, brother. Well we're gonna we're gonna hit the road. We gotta get some other stuff in, but thank you so much for calling in. And uh probably next week's show we'll be giving a shout out also to it. And um yeah, I'm gonna keep pushing it on my Facebook and uh Twitter and stuff like that. And uh yeah. Well dude, awesome, brain, brother. Brain, brainstorm a little bit for your uh Sometime between now and then, one of your weeks, we'll do a good uh, pair of VIP ticket giveaway for everybody who's listening. So Very come, cool. up, come up with something and uh, you know, shoot me shoot me an email during the week and you know tell everybody to tune in for the VIP giveaway. And uh, you can come up with whatever you like. We'll do something killer. Maybe the most creative uh, taco idea or something like I that. I dig it, man. Or that, that, uh, best, best boobs. <laughs> I'm going with best boobs. <laughs> you guys come up with something. We'll talk during the week, and uh, you can do it on the next show, man. All right. Yeah, best back to lunch meat. I think that's what's going to be. All right, Johnny, thank you so much for calling in, brother. Go hang out with your son, and, uh, yeah, hang in there, baby, and I'll talk to you during the week. Catch you soon, brother. Thank you, guys. All right. Peace. Good night. Yeah. 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 All right, cool. Sounds so, like um, a good time. Ten bucks general admission, a forty dollar mid range ticket, a hundred dollar VIP ticket. Yeah. Can't go wrong with any of that. No, not at all. You know, I'm especially with tacos, man. It's like ten hours. You know, like you can get there early and you fucking you hang. I just want to see lucha wrestling. I think you'd have to roll roll me out of there if I went. 
Then again, they may have to roll you out of there, but in time yeah. is up. Between all the tacos, the beer, and the wrestling burmeister, I think you're going to have a... Uh, yeah, I'm getting in the ring. Yeah, yeah. Somebody's going to have to drive you home. <laughs> I'm going to buy a medium NJ Taco Festival shirt and wear it around. <laughs> I want to see you in one of those wrestling tights with the straps that come over your shoulders and one of those medium shirts on, <laughs> and that'll be your fuck. We'll call you Taco Boy. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and there it is. And, and he was nice enough to give away a pair of, what do you say, a pair of VIP tickets. Yeah. That's pretty fucking That's cool. That's fucking really so cool. So you heard yeah. it right here this week. Remember, tune in next week or the week to follow, probably next week, and we'll be giving away a pair of VIP tickets to the uh, NJ Taco Fest. Oh, yeah. Pretty fucking stoked. Well, We'll start promoting that immediately next week. We'll come mm-hmm. up with something and, uh, you know, yeah, we'll have definitely. some good times, baby. Pretty now, and wait, it's a New Jersey fairgrounds. Awesome spot. Yeah, right? the Sussex County. It's, yeah. It's, from here, it's probably about two hours away, an hour yeah, and 40 so minutes. Well, I don't care. Yeah. Is, you know what? I can picture you waking up in the middle of the field somewhere, like behind the food truck at like 6 o'clock. <laughs> oh, what the fuck was that? Yeah. <laughs> with a taco oh. hanging out. Now, you're actually getting a phone call during the show. Yeah. Something's going on. The tables are turning here. Rob's starting to get phone calls during the show now, like me. He's all prim and proper with the pronunciation. Mary's cooking. Philomena's making sense. Something's going on here. Something's fucking going on here. Glenn, are you smoking too much, you know? No, no, no. Well, not enough. Not enough. I think we need to get you some. Yes, but I don't do those things. I'm a good boy. Burmeister yeah. is searching frantically for a soundbite. Why don't you just tell me what the soundbite is? No, no, I was going to play a little tune. We're going to take like a little four-minute break. Yeah, why don't we play like the that. Beastie Boys song? Nah, I was going to play a little Santana. Oye, como va? It's Mexican. We'll play Beastie Boys at the end. Not enough for the Mexicans. Come on. Right, I can go for some Santana. Uh, yeah. There it is, baby. I uh, will be back we'll in a be couple back of minutes. Rockin', baby.
this is uh, Chef Knowles, Corner Ninja. You're listening to Chewing the Fat with Big and Beefy. Here is Klaus Konsteiner, Chef at Grillstone Scotch Plane. You're listening to Chewing the Fat with Big and Beefy. You will be back. I also have him saying this is Steve Sharippa. I'm chewing the fat with Big and Beefy. Merry Christmas. Yes. <laughs> we can play that this Christmas. Yeah. That'll exactly. be our tagline. All right. Well, so let's. We got Jackie on the line, and Raven, we're gonna get back to you in a second. Let's pick up Jackie. Hello, Jackie. How are you? I'm fine, guys. How are you? Good, good, good. What's I, I, I thought you were coming here this, this, this week, Jack. What's going on, I man? thought I was, too. I thought I was, too. But, you know, you make plans with people, and they disappear off of Facebook. You know, and they don't Rob, and I had and a, Rob and I had a big pot of chicken soup downstairs ready. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure you did. Uh-huh. We did. I know. We did. Uh-huh. Jackie, they, Jackie, they really did have a pot of chicken soup downstairs. I can vouch for them. Oh. <laughs> All right. Well, it's really just from like two months ago. I haven't taken on myself. We'll freeze your container for next week. Yeah, okay. So what's going on? How are you today? How's your daughter feeling? She's good, doing good. She's uh, she's hanging in there. Excellent, yep. excellent. Nice evening. You guys nice. had me a little. You guys had me a little screwed up. You got your number changed again. I thought it was just for that one night on Tuesday when you did it last week with the different number. And uh, I called no, the old new, number. Yeah, this is our yeah. new number now. Yeah, yeah we, we have our own new number case. out. We got yeah. it, but I would have texted to some people. Mm-hmm. I looked at the track. clock. I, I called the old number. It said, uh, your show doesn't start until like 15 minutes. I said, no, wait a minute. What time is it? And I'm like, no, they're on the air now. What are you talking about? I was cursing at the recording. I was like, you don't know what you're talking about. I was like, well, let me try the other number. Yeah, this is our brand spanking new number. Yeah. Hopefully forever, but, you know. You know, you got to keep me up in, uh, you know, in the loop here. You know, you be changing things around on me here. <laughs> I try to put the number in every time. Matter of fact, why don't we in. next week, if we're all doing nothing, why don't we take Chewy up on the massages? <laughs> we'll go visit Jack. I'm going to be away next week. Where are you going? Uh, OBI, OBI, baby. So why don't we do it the following week then? Mm-hmm. But again, the end of the summer. The following week is Labor Day. Yes. <laughs> okay, so we're going to take it talking three weeks into the future. No. All right, why don't we very... Christmas. Very... <laughs> why don't we in the near future? But <laughs> yeah. then the next month, let's go get the massages. Well, we'll go to Rutz, we'll, we'll visit Jackie, and uh, we'll have some fun. Let's go, on a, let's go on a big and beefy road trip. Yeah. I'll drive. Hell yeah. So that'll make it fun and adventurous right there. Oh, now. God, I'll be, like, hiding in the back. I'll need a massage after my massage. <laughs> and uh, we'll go on big and beefy hits the road. Mm-hmm. How, do you guys, how are you guys getting over here? Because the bridge is closed, so you got to go the other way, right? It's a longer way, right? Which goggles? Well, the, the Gothels are closed. Not the whole Gothels. Only that exit, only the ramp going up to it. You can come off oh, of it. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, it's closed on our side. We can't. Nobody right. can get up. The, right. the traffic over here is crazy. 
Yeah, yeah, why is it you gotta wrap around that detour and go like you're going to one and nine and Yeah, because we came from Bayway the other day and it, why is it closed? Jackie They're building a, a whole new Gothel's Bridge right next yeah. to Yeah, the, they're building a whole new bridge. A twin. What are they gonna do with the old bridge? They're gonna keep it there. They're gonna keep it there. One side to come two in bridges? One side to come in and one side to go back. Yeah. And they're yep. building a whole new Bayonne bridge. They're raising it. Yeah, the traffic, the traffic over here is crazy. Yeah. And what the hell is the Bayonne doing besides getting all, all you New Yorkers that don't have a drive in Jersey? Who's that? <laughs> wow. The Verrazano, they just they don't do anything to them. Just keep raising the toll. Mm -hmm. It's like yeah. $95 now. Jackie, we have OnStar, so OnStar tells us where to go. Thank God, because oh, when okay. there, we got... Of course, we missed the big R&D for life. <laughs> well, let me tell you what Jersey does, and this is an hour defense. And with, with this, and Jersey, this is why I threw my GPS out the window, and I motherfuck everybody in Jersey. There were 95 great <laughs> R&D tour signs right up until the very last three blocks. And then you had a choice of to go left, right, or straight with no detour signs. And, of course, I chose to go left instead of straight. But they have that big, giant sign with the yellow, lit-up letters. No, there was nothing there. There was nothing there. Trust me, there was nothing there. The two there. gas stations out there. Stopped. No, by the gas station, came from the gas, we went all the way around, and then at one point, the signs just stopped. Because that's where you're supposed to turn. Well, apparently, 10 other cars in front of us thought the same thing, and we all went back. Uh, I guess just because I'm... I work over in Elizabeth, so I yeah, know maybe that. Maybe know it a little bit, but I've, I've, I've been there twice in my life. Yeah. So and this is a, a guy who up until a month, ago, up until about eight months ago, thought a junk handle was an actual store. Because everybody kept telling me, <laughs> go to the junk handle and turn around or make a left at the junk handle. I'm like, where is this place to fuck the junk handle? <laughs> and then I realized it was a little turnaround thing. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I thought the jug handle was a strip joint. Yeah, it sounds like a strip joint. <laughs> Go over to the jug handle, right? I'd be looking for a strip club. Exactly. Right. Yeah, so. So, Jackie, while we got you on, we went to our top five was uh, top five Mexican dishes. Do you have Do you have any? I know um, you're making great empanadas. Yeah, well, so I told my plan. I was going to make some empanadas tonight. That's why I asked you guys during the week what was the, you know, food fight going to be because I was going to turn whatever you guys were going to argue about into an empanada. But, you know, I don't have a reliable source when they say they're going to come and pick me up or either come <laughs> and see me for that matter. Um, uh, you know. So, um, I don't know. But, yeah, so I'm, my plans are not the window. I was actually going to call you guys from, like, outside the studio and just act like I wasn't there and then just knock on the door and be like, here I am, but yeah. <laughs> Jackie, are you, Jackie, are you sure you're not here? I'm not what? Are you sure you're not in front of the studio? No, unfortunately. <laughs> I wish I was, but no, I'm sitting here arguing with my granddaughter right now about a crimpet that she thought was on top of the fridge. Oh, you found it? Thank you. Okay, get out of my room. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, no, I had plans, like I said, but, you know, nobody's reliable these days. Uh, so... I don't know. First, you think you're going to get chicken soup. Then you think you're going to get picked there you up. Go. Yeah. But my Mexican food, I guess, would be, uh, I love quesadillas um, and nachos, uh, bel grande, and uh, I like burritos and, uh, of course, tacos. And um, that's about it, really, for Mexicans. I'm shocked nobody really said burrito. I do enjoy a good burrito. Yeah, good one. But a lot of people don't make a good burrito, you know. That's the thing. That's the rice the annoys me. It's like a filler. <laughs> yeah, you know what really has really um 
a really decent burrito. That I don't know. I mean, I'm not big on my. I don't really eat them all the time, but. Moe's has a really, really fat, yes, they yeah, the home record. Oh my god, that thing was too much. I went to go get one and I was like, What the hell are you giving me? It looked like a torpedo. I was like, Holy shit, what, what do you want me to eat all that? I know I'm a big yeah. girl, but shit, I can't eat all that. <laughs> Philomena is flagging me down, whispering to me, let's see the burrito bomb. <laughs> we have the burrito bomb. We have the burrito bomb. They still have them. What? Burritos. Yeah, but then, you know. And, and as, as far as hard or soft tacos, it it depends. I have to have the hard tacos when I first get them because I like so the crunchy wait, shell. Let me, get, let me get this right. right. When you first get them, you got to have it hard. And I after you, a while, you like it soft. got to be hard, yes. And <laughs> then, then now you like it soft. You know, it's it soft. The hard shit gets soft and soggy, so then you just stick with the soft shit because, you know, it never gets hard. So, you know, there you go. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, you, you really do have to eat them right away. Right, you got to eat them fast, like, you know, yeah. so wherever I go, if I get, like, if I go to Taco Bell for the kids or whatever, I'll get, you know, a 12-pack of hard and a 12-pack of soft, and the kids like the soft ones, and me and my daughter eat the hard ones, and then the hard ones get soggy, and you try to heat them up, and it's forget they fall apart, and it's just a mess, and so we say, we kind of yeah. save the soft ones for, like, midnight snack after we eat the hard ones for dinner, so. What's that, uh, yeah. what's that one... Taco place. It's it's a chain, but it's out in um, California. It has like the little sombreros. That... Holy Taco Bell. <laughs> no. Um. Oh, what the fuck is it? Is it like it's Taco something like Paco's Tacos or Taco? California Taco. Taco. I don't. It's like it's a chain. Del Taco. Del Taco, that's it. There yes. it is, Del Taco. Thank that's you, That's pretty good. That's that's a good fast. You know what it is? In New York, a lot of the fast food chains suck. If you go, like, the further you, you go, like, Midwest and you're South. So, you're so fucking right, though. And you even said about the Kentucky Fried Chicken, how you had it, actually, in, in Kentucky. Kentucky. And it was like a uh, someone's grandmother made it. it was yeah, and I, even down in Virginia, it was so much better than up here. Yeah. Well, there's a place here on 3rd Street that they have, like, the best tacos I've ever tasted. And they're on a soft shell, and they have, like, they have, I, I get the chicken tacos. So I get chicken. It has cilantro in it and onions, and it has some green sauce that they put on it. It has uh, avocado in it. Oh, my God. They're so good. Oh, nice. So nice. good. All right, well, listen, oh, we, got a call of, we got a call of call, and then let's pick it up and see who this is. Yeah. Hey, you're doing a fan with Bigger Beefy. Hello. Hello, nine seven nine number. Hello. One more, one more, cause soft. Yeah. What up, cousin? Do. Good night. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're here, brother. Soft taco, bro. Nice, right? Soft, soft, soft. We won it earlier, but more people are coming in and saying soft. I think that's yeah. the way to go. Undeniable. Nice. Uh, I, I don't claim like shit hard, but. <laughs> <laughs> so while we got yarn, what, what Mexican food do you like, Kev? Uh, oh, I I got the when I was out in Chicago, I got I got the I got some guys out there. Uh, one one of the wives is Mexican. She cooks this stuff. They got the enchiladas. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, there's I mean, nothing better than a Mexican lady making enchiladas. Because if you have someone else making them, they're not the same. Stuff. Like, like, like we, we get, we get that stuff here. 
yeah. very few and far between. Right, right. You gotta have you gotta go in someone's in the someone's basement kitchen where they're making it, and it's like spot on dead. Because actually, the enchiladas are like managuts almost. Manigots. 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 Later on, that's for just that's for dessert. <laughs> you said that. I'm gonna play a little something as soon as he hang up. But I'm our old little. Yo, yo, I, I love I love the uh, Oyo Kamova too, by the way. That was good. That was oh, good. yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a little break so people can go take a piss. <laughs> you too. I had a good time, man. My chest is burnt. All right, guys. All right, I'll talk yeah. to you. Peace. So we're right. going to play a little something that... Uh, do something nice and nicey. Good night, guys. <laughs> money good. So we're going to do the uh, correct way to... All right, now, welcome back to Chewing the Fat with Big and Beefy. I'm here with my co-host, Clem. Hey, Clem, how you doing? Hey, man, what's up? All right, so I was just saying something that I had for dinner last night. Uh, a little bit of fried calamari. Whoa! What are you talking about, calamari? What? It's gagamba. All right, well, I don't know how to speak it. Italian food, so come on, Clem, why don't you teach me a little bit? I'll spit out a meat or a food, and you give me the proper Italian enunciation. Alright. Alright, here we go. Uh, prosciutto. Bazoo! Suprasato. Supasa! Capicola ham. Gabagol! Uh, broccoli rob. Broccoli oop! Uh, mortadella, matadei, ricotta, ah, oh, this one drives me crazy, it's rigotta, all right, garlic and oil, Ayoy. all right, and now about how, uh, one final one, Clemmy baby, pizza, bacadaboo, what, bacadaboo, you're just making that up, nah, man, I don't make anything up. This is how I grew up. Italy, baby. Italy. All right, Clem. Whatever. Whatever. Forget about it. All right, baby. Keep chewing the fat. Peace out. Adios. That's Spanish. Ciao. Now, for those of you that don't know what that was, is I come over one day and Rob's got little sock puppets of, he even had my little puppet with a ponytail and a bandana yeah. on, and Rob made little Chewing the Fat sock puppets, and he did this whole little skit on Chewing the Fat with Big and Beefy. It's on YouTube, check it's it out. It's on YouTube, check it out on YouTube, go to our YouTube channel. And, uh, yeah, I thought it was fucking great. <sighs> so it is Rigotta. 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 Hello. How are the Let's boys? How is everybody? <laughs> God, you wouldn't believe me if I told you. It's a regular fucking soap opera over here, I tell you. 
Connecticut. You know? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, everything from finally getting into an actual kitchen to dealing with being the only female in a kitchen to now having a harassment lawsuit. I mean, it's just there's so much going on right now. It's not even funny. I know. So, Welcome to the wonderful world of working in perverted kitchens. (laughs) Now, see, I expected, I honestly expected to get, you know, some flack. You know, I'm I'm a female. It's, for many years, it's been a male-dominated industry. I get that. And I expected it, and I was prepared for it. What I was not prepared for is, like, bona fide sexual harassment. And there's just a fine line between joking around and joshing and then sexual harassment. And then when I, you know, tried to put a stop to it, I was actually fired. Ooh. Now it's a harassment uh, retaliation case. So I can't give you any more details than that. Right, right. Yeah, you don't want to... uh... But you don't want to, uh, I, I, I've, I have an attorney. I've lawyered up. It's a strong case. And hey, this time next year, I may own my own restaurant. <laughs> Ooh, nice. So, you know. <laughs> Never really didn't fit, but I had to hit something. <laughs> <laughs> so, how's everything else going besides that? Everything's good your way? How is yeah, the slider contest? Dude, it is going strong. I am psyched and stoked for that. It's coming up this Saturday. Oh, it's this Saturday. Yeah. Okay. Yep, yeah, it's this Saturday. We still have, you know, some Hell's Kitchen chefs that are going to be down there, some Master Chef, you know, chefs that are going to be down there. It, it, it's a lot bigger than it was last year. We moved the location to the actual uh, park instead of oh, in nice. front of Whole Foods. So, oh, I mean, cool. there's a lot of nice prizes to give out, some raffling going on, and I expect lots of tasty food. Very nice. Yes, there's a lot of money being made for the Billy Taylor house, and that's what it's all about. Excellent, excellent. So, so I see you guys have been faring rather well. I'm hoping that I can get back into the swing of things, but I have my daughter here for her big you know, her vacation, so I'm still busy. Oh, with yeah. That. Yeah, well, you know, like, the, whatever, you know. As long as, you're, as long as you call in, yeah, like, you know, like, just let us know you're alive. That's pretty cool, you know. Alive and kicking. Yeah, we got our own little new page and stuff, which I'm sure you checked out. And we I got do, our own I see. We have our we own got, studio. We have yeah. our own studio. Which is kind of good. Is everything working good this week, or is it a bunch Today of things? Today works well, yes. No, today it all worked right. well. Yeah. I think Rock nice. is actually going to overcome all the technical problems and maybe become one of the premier things to podcast on. Well, that would be a really good thing. Because they are throwing a lot of money into it. And uh, I don't know. I'm just happy we got our own well, studio. Well, it's about time the money starts doing something worthwhile. <laughs> right. Exactly. Because as, as wow. Jack said, is absolute invention. As Jackie said, she called the other number, and they already had another show, like, coming on in 50 minutes. So we've been getting booted off right now. Yeah, exactly. You know, so I'm glad we got our own gig. awesome. It really is. It is so awesome. Yeah. And now we don't have to scroll through 9 million sound effects. 
<laughs> we have our own. Clans and Clem's fingertips right oh, now. Oh, I can it's see that. Ooh. <laughs> it's right. I don't have to sit here and scroll through like a bajillion different sound effects now. I can. Hey. Yeah, they're pretty much all in order. But um, so while we have you on, how about Mexican food? What's your top five favorites? I absolutely love like genuine Mexican food. It's hard to find that. Not that Choco Bell crap. Um, I'm gonna have to say, hmm, tacos are really good. Quesadillas are good. But what I love is that there used to be a place here. They made this amazing chicken and rice. And I don't even know what it's called. They had like the beans in it and the chicken. It was really super fucking spicy. Uh, that was delicious. Is it like a real full-blown, like, Mexican place? It's like one of those cool ones. No, like actually, it was it was like an import store where you could find, like, imported stuff from Mexico, the sodas and the food, and then they actually had people there that made food. But they got closed down because apparently they were, you know, also importing illegal medications. So... Oh, there we go. Let's get Jackie on. Let's get Raymond on. Let's make this a fucking party in the last ten minutes. Everybody on the line. Get everybody's fucking face. Let's get fucking crazy up in this bitch. Now we'll be now and we'll be now pulling in and rapping and talking about Mexican rice for thirty. Oh, and for your food fight, I like it hard, baby. Oh, you go, girl. I like them hard. Hi, Teresa. Hi! <laughs> how are you? I'm good, how are you? I miss you! I miss you guys too! I'm around here and there. I try. <laughs> I like I'm our little conversations be before more. I get on the air, but you don't answer anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, um, I, try. I have an interview tomorrow. I think I'm going to end up going back to the old blue-collar desk job, but... You know, it starts off at fifty thousand a year, so I can't really knock that. It's not a kitchen, but I'll get to boss people around. So you know, there you go. <laughs> Wait a minute, that's not Mexican music. Arriba! I'll I'll use any excuse to play the cello on a song. Talking <laughs> <laughs> about anything, and I will put that song on in the background. Oh, it too Mexican to me. <laughs> well, I mean, it's always a smiles when the she is Now, Jackie, do you have any Mexican in you? Not tonight. <laughs> 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 I do like to tell you, you the punchline there, Jackie. <laughs> have you seen the Mexican <laughs> word of the day, Mayonnaise? I love those Mexican word of the day things. They are freaking hilarious. Mexican word of the day. Where's that from? Uh, oh, they're, they're little memes. Like this one right here. It says Mexican word of the day, July. Marcus said he didn't have my number in his phone, and I said July to me, Ming. <laughs> well, while we're on, on the course of Mexican stuff, what do you call a Mexican woman with no legs? Oh, no. A piñata? No, Consuelo. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hold on. We got another phone caller here. Hey, you're chewing the fat with Big and Beefy. Hey, what's up? What's up? 
I leave your fucking messages, you don't answer me back. What's going on, pal? Nothing. I'm just driving back from the city, and I was like, oh, shit, let me call up Rob. I answered your questions about the tacos. I think someone would call me. Uh, call call me. We always call you, Lou. You never call anybody back until five days. Sammy, what's going on, man? I called you Saturday. I texted you yesterday. I did get the message, and I didn't call back. I was laying on the beach and at the pool all week. Yeah, you know, you uh, know who you are. Hello, Lisa. <laughs> oh, it's Phil Demonikinia. Yes, it's Bob Phil Demonikinia. Oh, hello. <laughs> and I'm a Lokia to you, too. Hello to you, too. I said Malokia, not hello. <laughs> <laughs> I give you the Malokia. But anyway, but anyway, yeah. Keep the car and hello to you, too, fellas. <laughs> Listen, you just got to remember, I know how to speak Italian, and if I really wanted to curse you out in Italian... I really can. I know, I know. And it's not even the idiot. You guys are still absolutely, like, chaotic. Peter, what are you doing? Speaking Italian. I miss the chaos. All right, top five is top five Mexican food dishes. And the food fight is Italians versus Mexicans. <laughs> oh, well, the Mexicans oh, win that. That's an unfair fight. That's a totally unfair fight. <laughs> yeah, yeah the, Me- the Mexicans win their wars. Oh, wow, wow, wow. He said the Italian, not the French. Habiba, <laughs> Habiba. Well, you, you want to talk about an ass? You want to talk about an ass chicken? <laughs> <laughs> they did. The French marched to Mexico. They gave him a fucking good old fashioned hat dance stomping, and they went right back home. Okay, Mexicans crazy, mom. They did. They did. They don't do concrete themselves. Totally off topic. Robin Clum, do you guys remember when we had Robin on the show way back in the beginning when I first came on? Yeah. Have you seen her lately? Yeah, she's kicking ass that all over. kicking ass and taking names, man. Yeah. I sat here, I watched her on, I watched her win Chopped. Um, she didn't win the Cutthroat Camp, which that is just too freaking funny. Now, was so she on she, Cutthroat twice or once? Is she, what? Is she doing porno yet? Well, she she was on Camp Cutthroat <laughs> first. They aired that one first. And then she was just on last night on Cutthroat Kitchen. And she won that one. So okay, that's I didn't see the one last night. No, we didn't. I don't know if you haven't turned the porn yet. I'm sure. It's going to be you. She was actually on... That one first, Cutthroat Kitchen, she did second. Because she won first, and then she got called back to do Cutthroat Camp. So yeah, well, they aired the camp episode night. first. Yeah. 
I don't know why they did that, but they did. They aired the camp episodes, or, which automatically gives it away because he tells you in Camp Cutthroat they're all former Cutthroat exactly. yes, winners. Exactly. So it's like, exactly. why did you guys do that? <laughs> well, I, think I love she the was new Cutthroat on. camp. I think maybe she was on and she won, and I forgot that she was on like a month, a couple of months back. Maybe that was just a repeat. Yeah, no, she was on a couple of weeks no, ago. No, it was a new like episode. A month ago, the, the Cutthroat one. Yeah, that she won, she won like a couple yeah. of months ago. That already Because I saw on her Facebook. Like, yeah, I, yeah I just won that one played out already. Yeah. You see, sure the one that I watched the other night is an all-new episode because I have my DVR set to record everything. Yes, but it's episode. an all-new episode because you never watched it. No, it was an all-new <laughs> episode because my DVR is set to record only new episodes, no reruns. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. I don't. I don't yeah. understand why they oh. aired them the way that they did. But either way, <laughs> I'm pretty proud of that girl. She's a, you know, she's a food truck chef from my, you know, my home state down in Florida, and she's making a name for herself. Um, excuse me, she's from Staten Island. <laughs> I'm saying she's down in Florida. She's, yeah, but she's running that food down in my home state. So. Yeah. You know, that's pretty cool. I just thought it was cool. We had her on but, but way back in the beginning. Work in Florida, really? There's a yeah. shocker. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but she doesn't have gray hair. It's like 15 miles a fucking hour. And here is the fucking chaos that I'm talking about, people. I love it. Now we got a battle going on. <laughs> No, I just I just wanted to give her a shout out because I'm proud of that girl. Tequila, tequila, tequila. Mira, mira. She is doing good. She is doing really, really good for her. She was also a judge on that food truck show that uh, win your own food truck thing, whatever the hell it was. Which job is the food truck race? Oh, that was a different one. Food truck race. No, it wasn't Tyler. Tyler? It was a different one. It wasn't Tyler. It was a different one. No, it's the one with uh, Muhammad Ali's daughter. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Where they have to go and... and I think it was uh, parking for Parkinson's or something yeah. like that. <laughs> On that note, we're winding down to the end of the show. We got five minutes left. Food truck. Is that what it was? I think, yeah. I think Vito and the Pacones are going to be on that. Wow. I'm still set on the celebrity chef porn star. I don't know why anybody wants to, doesn't want to jump on that. God, I miss you guys. I didn't jump on it, but uh, there's only like three downloads because, you know, it's about 12 seconds. <laughs> I think you'd be great on one of those porno shows. Yeah. Five seconds in, I get a cramp in my leg and throw the girl off me. <laughs> Come here, you bitch. Drink pickle juice. Drink the pickle juice. This, 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 is the name, this is the name of the porno right here. Just leave yeah, me the fuck alone. <laughs> <laughs> Funny, you may, you just so may as well, like you just may become the ball gag master. Yes, Lou is the ball gag master. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yes. You guys are still so out of control. Look at the, look at the Kardashians. 
Teresa, you haven't heard the half of it yet. I love eating tasted better than anything. Oh my god, you guys are still I out of control. I eating some hairy oh, really? can the other day and it tasted better than anything. Alright, well, we want to die. We got three minutes left. Glenn's pushing buttons again. I know. Are you trying to do an exorcism again, Sylvan Lanaginia? Yeah, you're so The poem compels you. Thank you, Teresa, Lou, Raven, Philomena, Jack Curry, uh, everybody that calls in, all the guests, thank you very much. Love you guys, and remember, and another week of chaos has come to an end. Yeah, you guys need to put my bell back in here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, people. Peace out. Keep chewing the Love fire.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.